Thanks for listening to Faith in the Fast Life. I'm Nick Orta. I'm your host. On this show, we look to break down the stereotypes of what the Christian looks like to the world by receiving testimony of action sports athletes and other athletes and just individuals across the world. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and fastlifeministries.com to give. Hope you enjoy this episode. So here we are, Faith in the Fast Life this morning. Uh, Mitchell Gifford. Um, Colorado Springs. Yep. Yep. Where are you from originally? Colorado Springs. Born and raised up there? Yep. Born and raised. Born and raised. He is just a dude that rides a dirt bike. He does it at a professional level sometimes. He's also into this new uh, coaching thing with Elevated MX. We'll get into that a little bit more later. Um, Great young man, you know, with our boat shop. We sponsored him a couple years ago. Uh, doing the 250 West Monster Energy Supercross. And, uh, you know, off to a great start in that and had a little bit of a mishap that, that kind of took Mitch out a little bit. So yeah. welcome this morning. We're so so happy to have you. Um, you know, just want to capture you. You know, tell us tell us about Mitch. What what does that look like? Tell, tell, me, tell me about your career. Let's start there and, and uh, see where we go from there. Uh, just racing motocross since I was five years old. Um, just did at a local level for a long time. And honestly, when I was young, I wasn't like super, super fast by any means. We just kind of went to the track, did the local races and, uh, yeah, that's like all we did really. I, I don't, I don't think I ever had any plans of being like, you know, a professional, you know, doing supercross or nothing like that. And, it seemed like I got a little bit faster later, you know, in my career, which was cool. Uh, I definitely had to work super hard for it. And, yeah, it was, I love it. It's been something I've done for a long time now, and I still like being at the track. Uh, raced Supercross last year, and that went pretty good. Uh, I got hurt, unfortunately, like fourth round in. I kind of had a uh, something that I couldn't control, but uh, something with my bike kind of happened, and it died on the lip of the triple. Uh, I bailed, and I got landed on by another rider, broke my pelvis, and uh, that was kind of the end of that. But since then, um, I just kind of started riding like a month ago, which was cool. Uh, but, yeah, i just been having a blast, man. I started my own company. I uh, started doing epoxy flooring, which was kind of cool because I kind of – I got hurt. I was like, man, I got to find some way to make like some real money type of deal. And uh, I didn't know what to do at all. And I kind of, I still have kind of have no clue how I ended up going down the path that I went down. But uh, I'm here now and I'm pretty happy. So yeah, I'm stoked. Right. So that path, that, that path that sometimes God has us on that we don't understand as we get closer and closer. But sometimes it takes that inner, that, uh, that uh, injury, if you will, to kind of, to wake you up, no pun intended, as we sit up in the wake up studios here, but yeah, totally. um, to kind of say, hey, maybe look at something else. I mean, shift gears a little bit and look at it a little differently. That, that crash, you know, I watched the videos and stuff, and that was a uh, pretty horrific. Yeah, it uh, sucked. It's yeah, it not sucked. a it's not a fun <laughs> one to watch. So I imagine the pain and the things with that. Let's uh, dig back a little bit further. Like in your childhood, you started racing at five years old. Yep. You know, you mentioned you weren't fast, but. Is this something the family did every weekend? You were always yeah. at the track over and over again. Totally, totally. I mean, I uh, it's kind of weird how I got into it. My my dad had a roommate back in the day uh, that had a dirt bike, and they kind of rode together a little bit every once in a while, but nothing like 
like probably like I, not a lot, you know, not by like they weren't going to the track by any means, like every weekend type of deal. But my uh, my aunt had a bike that was a Z50 that was for her kid and he didn't ride it at all. And they ended up giving that to me and I started riding. So that's kind of where it began. Uh, but like we started racing like immediately. I don't know how really, but we just kind of started going to the track. Um, Austin, uh, my uh, the guy I was talking about, my dad's roommate back in the day, his kid raced. So I kind of, I think that's kind of probably where it started a little bit going to the track. And then um, we were just like full bore into it right away. Like just doing all the local races, Colorado motocross, which is kind of cool. Uh, we have like a I just try a, like a really strong local community, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like, we got hooked to that immediately. And it's kind of something we did for a long time. Like, uh, you know, my dad, my mom, my sister, we'd go to the track like every weekend, you know, and our friends were there, you know, it was kind of like a whole little family there. So was, I, th- I think that's just kind of how we just got sucked to it. Cause it is a really cool thing to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah, so doing the local scene, you started on a 50, racing 50s, and came up all the way through the ranks with, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't even remember what it is anymore. When I was a kid, it was like, you know, you race 60s, Kawasaki had a 60, and then it was the, I had a KX80 big wheel, and then I jumped to a 125 and a 250, and now those numbers are all messed up. Yeah, yeah things are a little different nowadays, but yeah, I, I mean, I started on a 50, 65, 85, uh, and then, you know, to big bikes type of deal, and now I'm on a 450. Can't go any, you know, bigger. Uh, I need a bigger bike. You know, I'm like six three. If they made a bigger bike, I'd ride it. But that's how you're looking like Tomac out there, big big guy in a bike. Too tall. Too, too tall. Too if, tall. I, if I could lose a couple inches, I'd be I'd be happy. I've always claimed I'm no good at wakeboarding because I'm too tall. It's always the little guys that are good. Yeah. So that's uh, probably something else I probably wouldn't be too good at. <laughs> <laughs> it just means by the time you by the time you actually hit your head. You're moving faster, so it hurts more. Yeah, yeah. So, that does not sound like fun. Right. So, how old were you? Uh, you started, you know, you're on a fifty. Yeah. So five, you, five, five years five old. Five years yeah. old. Yeah. You know how how old were you when you jumped to that next professional level? I turned pro in 2014. It was my first year. I, I raced any sort of like pro class, even even at the local level. And honestly, even then, I. I didn't put in a ton of effort as far as like, you know, training, stuff like that. And I, honestly, it just was like maybe something I didn't know. Like I just didn't do it because I just never done it before type of deal. But um, I did all right. Like I, I did like Thunder Valley. I did, that was like the first year I did the national and I made it, which was cool because I, I had like no expectations. I didn't know, you know, I was just like trying to go out there and race the national and see what happens. And I made that. I did all right. Um, but I'd say like 2016, 17, uh, John Murray actually started helping me a little yeah. bit with just like, uh, you know, like a gym program, stuff like that. Um, I think getting older a little bit too, I cared a little bit more maybe about like certain things, like putting effort into not only like myself, but like like bike setup, stuff like that, that I just like, I just didn't care about before, you know, or, you know, I was just, I was just young, I guess. So, yeah. Um, I'd say like 16 and then like 2017, I, I'd say it's probably the fastest I ever was, you know, in like really good shape, healthy. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. So yeah. so just up to the ranks, local help, local racing. I always love it. I can't remember which podcast guest it was that talked about it. But, you know, for the listeners, when we say professional, everybody thinks, you know, it's, it's your profession. It's what you do for a living. But 
the reality of it is, is that you work your butt off all week long so you can afford to go to the races on the weekend and race in the pro class. Yeah. Doesn't I mean, necessarily mean you're getting paid. Yeah, it depends how you look at it. Like, you see a lot of privateers maybe complain or whatever you want to call it, but until, you know, the end of last year or whatever is like kind of when I like kind of started my company and all that, like getting going with that. But beforehand, all I cared about was riding my dirt bike. I, I lived at home, you know, but I got to go travel, uh, you know, sponsors, people like yourself helping me out, you know. So it wasn't like I was necessarily like it was hard to go do, you know. I, I definitely didn't have any of my own money that I was putting in my own pocket. It was like you're pretty much broke all the time going and, and you know, experiencing racing and doing that, which is cool. But yeah, it's just uh, professional, you know. I, I don't know. It's just you're definitely not getting paid. That's yeah. for sure. Well, I think that's most most people, most kids, people out there. They think when you say professional, it means that you're you're making good money. Now you're getting a, a heck of a life experience and yeah. able to see something super cool that you know be part of something that you love. And I think that's that's probably worth it. It's not all about money. That's for darn sure. Yeah. Um. So tell me, like, obviously we are, you know. We're faith in the fast life, right? We're we're here oh, right. to oh, talk right. about we we know about you going fast. You've been going fast for years. What right. does the faith look like, man? Like where where's your background? Where's your walk with Jesus? Man, I uh I feel like just from a young age, right? From my family, uh, especially my gramps. My gramps is like an old Vietnam vet and uh just him, you know, even telling me things when I was super young about kind of experiences he had or, like, you know, his his faith in Jesus, right? And uh, I, I have no reason to not believe in God or Jesus, you know what I mean? Like, the, I've had, I feel like just the path I've been on and, like, the things I've experienced and seen, heard, it's like, I, I just, there's no reason for me not to, you know what I mean? Like, I just right. can't. So that's what's super surprising to me when I meet people that don't, you know, believe in God or Jesus or I don't know. I just like, what do you believe in? You know, like you got to have your faith in something. And, uh, I just feel like I've had enough experiences like that, you know, that like, I know I, I like my faith is, you know, in Jesus and God, like I, I believe in that, you know? Yep. So that came from your gramps. You said you yeah. know, Vietnam vet. I think I remember you telling me a story of something that he shared with you one time. Yeah. Um, probably. So- yeah. I mean, gosh, I could probably name numerous things, but like he, uh, I always remember him telling me, like, when he was in Vietnam and stuff about, uh, you know, like, laying on the ground and, like, bolts and stuff going over his head, and you know, like, hundreds of them, thousands of them. And it's like, he's like, how did one of those not hit me? You know, and he he would tell me he'd, like, lay there, you know, like, praying, like, just get me out of (laughs) here. You know, like, just let me make it home type of deal. And he did. And uh, he's still alive, you know, till this day, and he's just kicking it. And he's just, he's awesome. I love him. Yeah. So a lot of people don't understand that, you know, for the listeners that don't understand motocross and some of these other things, like typically that takes up your Sunday. So there's not a lot of church activity on Sunday. Is that kind of true with you as well? Or did your family still find time to go to church when you were younger? I mean, honestly, when I was young, we used to go to church a little bit, but you know, I never even thought about that, but maybe that's kind of the reason that we stopped going so much because we're at the track. But, um, I, I was always heavily influenced, you know, to have faith in God, you know, by my family, my mom, my dad, my whole family, they, they're all followers, you know, they believe in Jesus. And, uh, yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. Cause we used to go to church quite a bit, 
And then, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we were just at the track type of deal. Right, well, the cool thing is that we are the church. We are the body of Christ, and it doesn't have to take place in a building. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, we we continually preach with the Fast Life ministry is that, that it's about relationship, not religion. So as long as you have a walk and you're you're a follower and not a fan, you know, still think, I think it was Brandon Heideman that was talking about that. Um, I get confused after we do so many of these all the time, but... Um, you know, or maybe it's Jarrett. I'll have to look it up. Maybe one of them will listen to this and I, I know you're talking about. I, I listened to the, dude, the, the other day. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he said, you know, it, it was a book that he read, and we've talked about it several times. And I'm going to have to get the book. But he said, "Are you a fan or a follower?" There's many people out there that are fans of Jesus Christ, um, but are you a follower? Are you walking with him daily? So where, where's your where's your walk with that, Mitch? Are you are you taking time daily to slow down your fast paced life and truly? Totally. Take time with God. <laughs> totally, totally. I, uh, I'd say especially a lot in the last year because, like, after I got hurt and then just trying to figure out, like you were talking about being on the path, you know, and I 100% believe in that. Um, I feel like I am on this path that he has me on wherever I'm going to go. I'm going to end up, you know, a little bit of hard work here and there, you know, help along the way. But, yeah, definitely. Like, I look to I look to God and stuff like that all the time, just kind of trying to figure out my life. You know, it's not necessarily like he's like, hey, go do epoxy. <laughs> you know, it's like trying to help me out a little bit. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely, I pray all the time. You know, I, I, I look to him to try and figure out, you know, all kinds of things in life, you know. So it's kind of cool. I, I definitely, definitely a uh, more than a fan. <laughs> awesome. That's good to hear. it. I, uh, I I still always love that when people say that God talks to me and I always have to say, well, it's not like a big booming voice that like the movies show, right? Like yeah. you're just trying to, trying to be obedient and do what's right, really live in that right lifestyle. So would you say like when you had the accident, you mentioned that maybe you got a little closer. I mean, that was it, you know, a lot of times we're, we're no, kind of doing our will and yeah. we're going harder our way and we're maybe not paying attention to God. And then something oh, major yeah. happens and we go, okay, wait a minute, here's the reset button. I need to focus on different things. No, no, definitely not. Cause I, that's something he was, Ben was saying earlier that I was kind of thinking like, I, I haven't had like a, uh, you know, crazy traumatic experience. That's like kind of guided me that way, you know, like out of nowhere, I feel like I've always been kind of just on that, you know, on that right side of, of knowing right and wrong and, you know, kind of following whatever my path is. And like, I, I'm pretty happy, like I said, with my life. Um, I don't have really much to complain about. So, good. I, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. That's good. That's uh, so so. I love it because I mean, you know, last week we uh, or the one that aired yesterday was was uh, Pastor Rob Reyes, and you hear the story of of you know just the pain and all the stuff that had to be suffered, and then I love the fact that we can be here. Um, yeah. you know, with Mitch today and, and have the different side of it and just see how different people are. Like God made each one of us, the you know, individuals and yeah, everybody has hard times, like in some people more than others, you know, but, uh, that's, what's kind of cool. Someone like that, right. If they can, uh, you know, put their faith in Jesus and stuff like that and kind of go on that path, uh, more than likely it's going to help them out, which is cool. Um, I did listen to a little bit of that one that I think you were talking about, uh, I, I just thought that's cool. Like, it's kind of crazy to, yeah, you hear my experience where, like I said, I, I've had a pretty good life and pretty, I haven't had anything too crazy in my life happen. You know, I've had some gnarly injuries, stuff like that from racing, but, um, you know, 
life could be way worse. That's for right. sure. And I think the beauty of it is, is that you you're following, you know, you're listening, you're praying, you're you're being obedient, hopefully, and and you know, we pray that you dive even deeper and get even closer with God because you we never know what's coming next, right? So totally. who knows? And and when it gets bad, you know, where are you turning? Where where are the listeners turning right now? You know, are you turning to What's your focus on? Are you focused on action sports? Are you focused on motocross? Are you focused on that? Are you focused on God? And if you if you truly focus on God and put him first in your life, it's amazing how things will all fall together for you. So um, I love hearing that. So now we've, we've come through professional. You gave a good shot at Supercross. I think we were all secretly wishing you were making that run at it again because it's super cool to, to watch somebody from you know, local cool. and – I, I mean, I would have this year, but I had uh, – so, like, that was what's crazy. Everybody's like, oh, man, you're still not healed up from your pelvis. But I healed up from that pretty quickly. And then over the summertime, I found out I had a torn labrum in my shoulder. So there wasn't a whole lot going on, COVID, all this crazy stuff going on. And I was like, I should just probably get it fixed while I can type of deal. And uh, so I did. And then that recovery was just so – it took so long. But I was hoping to race Supercross this year, but, like – Midway through, I kind of got cleared to start doing things. And then by the time I could actually get on the bike and ride, it was like, you know, there's no sense of going out there and do two rounds, especially if you're not prepared. Because, well, the people don't realize the amount of, you know, how in shape you have to be to do that. Like for a person that's never really ridden a motorcycle, you know, a dirt bike and, and ridden it hard, there's an extreme amount of physical. Yeah. stress that's happening on your body so so that's absolutely great you know great yeah. point you can't yeah. just go jump in and say oh i'm healed for a month and it's gnarly uh, i mean you, you definitely got to be on your a game because like it's dangerous i mean it's super dangerous you got guys like ken rocks and like these top top elite athletes in the world you know and even every once in a while they hit the ground you know what i mean so it's like you see a guy like that wreck really hard you know like almost lose his arm and all that crazy stuff you're like you know, this stuff's real, <laughs> like oh, really yeah. real. So you got to be yeah. focused and yeah, there's no sense of going out there if you're going to do it kind of, you know, if you're going to be lazy and not put the work in like you, you have to or something bad's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point too. the physical as well as the mental, you know, you got to be sharp, you got to be quick. So, you know, is it, as we know now that you've walked in faith, most of your life, you're a follower. Has it, has there ever been a time where you questioned that faith? where you, you wondered, and if so, you know, what, what got you through it? What pulled you through that? Man, uh, I don't think so. Like, that's that's something that I've always been kind of, like, I've always been good with, with, with that side of my, uh, you know, my faith and all that. I've always been, I've always believed in that. I've always been faithful. Uh, I've always looked to that for maybe some answers or some guidance. Um, like, with every injury I've had or, you know, any you know, crazy thing that I have had in my life is, you know, I don't know, like losing family members or stuff like that. Like I've always looked towards that direction and it's always helped. So that's what I'm saying. I, I I like what you're doing. I think it's cool to put that out there to other people because I 100% believe in it, you know, and I I think everybody should at least take a, take a peek at it, you know, try to get in into that. And uh, I think it's definitely helpful. That's for sure. That's definitely our hope is just to see if we can encourage others. You know, maybe maybe somebody listens to this today and didn't realize that you've been following the whole time and 
you're one of the kids. So tell us more. So a couple big things coming up. Obviously, the the Pikes Peak Supercross is going to be coming up very soon here. Um, within uh, what's the date on that? The eleventh. Yeah, June. So June twelfth is the the actual Supercross, which is cool. That's like by far the coolest and funnest and biggest local race that we have all year round. And uh, John Murray does a really good job with it. Uh, it's done. This is done right. It's cool, and the in yeah. the in the the scene where it's at, it's so cool. There's nothing. That's like my favorite race of the year by far. Super cool. So anybody who's local here in Colorado and listening, you know, take a chance, go check that out. It's uh, it really is a super cool event. Uh, Penrose Event Center. Yep, Norris Penrose Event Center. Yep, Colorado yep. Springs. It's just right there on the edge of the mountains, and just the backdrop, and then you know, at night with all the racing, it's cool. It's really cool. So, and then with you not racing this year, we talked about the torn labrum and then the other injury from your broken hip. Um, you kind of leaned more towards coaching, right? Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, like I said, I, I've been going pretty heavy with my business, um, you know, doing the, the creative concrete solutions, right? Plug yeah. that in, dude. <laughs> um, yeah. I've just been trying to just work and just trying to make some real money because that's something that I didn't do for a long time. And I, that when I got hurt, I was like, man, I am, you know, I'm not 17, 18 years old, you know, and I'm not just going to live at home forever and just kind of keep doing what I was doing. Like I would love to do that, but this comes to a point in time where I guess you just got to grow up, you know? So I just, I started doing that, trying to make some real money. Um, and that's been really awesome. Things have been going super, you know, I, I couldn't be any happier with my business. And then, uh, if I don't have a job, I was like, man, I, I still like being at the track and I like helping, you know, he asked me earlier, like, who, like, wh- who do you train type of deal? You know, and I, I have kids that are five years old to, you know, I'll give Murray pointers, you know, and he's turns 50 here soon and it's kind of cool. So, um, but I kind of wanted to make that a little bit more legit. So I teamed up with elevated MX and we created elevated MX training, which that's, uh, just basically me and Tyler kind of coming together, um, I just want to give the kids or, or everybody actually Colorado motocross in general, like some really good resources, some good training, uh, just like a place you can go to and just get better in general. If it, if it's you yourself, the bike, you know, whatever it is, like, I just want everything to be positive, you know, like positive people involved. And, uh, so far, so, you know, it's been working pretty good. So. Yeah, and so on June 11th, the day before the Supercross, you were doing a Supercross clinic, right? Yep, yep. So, so you're still taking sign-ups if there's anybody with their kids? or is that is that all age groups, or what's that look like? Yep, so I basically got, so myself, uh, Blake Wharton, he's a professional Supercross, motocross, uh, John Short, same thing. Um, that was another goal of mine, bring in other trainers, other people that are, you know, they have more knowledge than I do. Like, I want to bring as much knowledge to these people as possible, you know, and make it really good for them. Um, you know, everybody can kind of put on a cool, fun event. So I was like, man, if I could put on a cool, fun event, you know, w- with those guys, you know, and bring, like, I want it to look cool, but I also want it to function well, you know. So that was kind of part of my goal. Um but with three trainers, we can split it up. We're going to have, I'm hoping, about 20 kids, which I, I'm i pretty sure we'll get 20 kids. Um, awesome. 
have them split them up by, you know, age, bike size, just so it's safe, you know, when we're out there training. Um, we got that whole track to ourselves for, you know, a certain amount of hours. So I think we're going to get some really good training in and uh, I think make a lot of people happy. So should be cool. Yeah, that's awesome. We're, uh, you know, honored that you asked us to be part of it as well. So we will be there that morning to yeah. kind of pray over and bless the kids as they go out before the training, which will be huge. Yeah. I'm um, going to be super fun. Um, you know, kind of as I, as I do this, uh, you know, kind of wrap up here today, I always like to ask the question, if there's one thing about faith and going fast that you like to, to leave all the listeners with, what's one thing that you want to tell the listeners today? Man, if you don't, if, you're, if your faith is not going towards that direction and maybe you are going through some hard times or lost or whatever it may be, Take a take a peek at it, cause that's what I'm saying. Like I I believe in it, and I believe in God. I I'm I'm a, a follower, not a fan, right? And uh, I think it definitely helps. You know, kind of guides you. You're you're on this path, you know, regardless. So it's like the sooner you could figure out your relationship with God, I think the better off you're going to be. You know, yeah. so that's good. It took me 35 years. <laughs> Well, I mean, everybody, like you said, like, I know you said you've had hard times, this, that, I mean, everybody has hard times and like, um, I don't know. It's just like, I think it's kind of maybe more important nowadays with, especially how the world is right now. The world is absolutely insane. So yeah. if you could get maybe some of that stuff figured out, you know, that might help you. you yeah, know, if, quite you, a bit. If, if you can escape the world a little bit and dive a little deeper into God's word, it's pretty crazy what happens. You totally. Focus. We'd, we fall off all the time. My wife and I struggle with that sometimes, right? Like you get caught up in social media. If you actually watch the news and if you believe all the stuff that the news is telling you, man, you can get pretty wrapped up pretty quick. It can get pretty ugly. So, well, that's what sucks is like people nowadays, they don't know like the, the way our society is like putting stuff out, you know, as far as media and stuff like that, people are just lost in general, you know, and they, they're not, they're not hearing stuff like what we're talking about. They're seeing just, stuff yeah. that's absolute, you know, wrong. This is nonsense. You know, there's people nowadays, that's what the craziest part is to me is like people do not know right from wrong. Like, yeah, there's some crazy stuff out there, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. And this so year has been crazy. So, yeah. you know, the news, we talk about the news and news anymore. doesn't seem it's just bad news. Or false news. No, it's just negative. News. Everybody wants to focus on just negativity and and every aspect. Like you, you, any media or news or anything, it's just negative, 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 and it's like making everybody else negative. You know what I mean? It's like if you're just gonna watch and hear negative stuff all day long, like you're yeah. bound to be a negative person. You know what I mean? Right. So. So at risk of us going down that path right now, let's uh, we're going to detour this and just remind people that with what Mitch just said regarding that, uh, the gospel literally means the good news, right? So we're not getting it from our news channels. We're not getting that good news there. But if you can dive into God's word, and there's so many different ways now, uh, you know, the uh, version Bible app is the one I use, incredible app you know, daily devotionals that you can do. There's always a, a daily prayer. There's plans that you can get involved with and, and take time. Like I, I encourage all the listeners to, like you said, like, like Mitchell said, take a peek, you know, maybe download that app. Maybe try it for a day. Maybe, maybe see if one of those plans makes sense. You can, 
you can go through that app and it's, it's a lot like going through social media. Like it's all the things are there. So rather than taking and opening up Facebook, maybe try opening the Bible app for, for a week. Yeah, a totally. challenge, I challenge all the listeners. I challenge everybody to take a look at doing that. And man, Mitch, it's been awesome having you here today. I appreciate uh, really, you guys having me. Yeah, we're really excited to be part of the you know Elevated MX training and uh, be up there at the Pikes Peak Supercross. We encourage everybody to head there this weekend. Um, just really, really looking forward to it. So we'd like to. Anything else you'd like to say? No, just uh, you know, thanks for having me on. This is pretty cool. I didn't know what to expect, uh, but yeah, I had a fun time, and uh, thank you, appreciate it. Yeah. So, concrete solutions. Yeah, creative concrete. Cre- <laughs> yeah, creative, creative concrete, concrete, concrete solutions, solutions yeah. is the way. If anybody needs concrete work done or the epoxy, do epoxy floor, if you want a nice floor that's not cheap Home Depot epoxy, it's like the real deal, nice, really good stuff. So yeah, yeah. so 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 Mitch can make your garage or your basement floor look incredible, definitely. Um, and then if you have kids that ride dirt bikes here in Colorado and uh, looking for some training, elevated MX training. Yep. Um, Take a look at that. Check out Mitchell Gifford 311 on Instagram. Um, are you on Facebook too with that one? I'm everywhere. 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 All over, he's even tweeting. No, no, definitely no not. Tweeting. But hey, no y- if you go on my stuff, though, a lot of positivity. Okay. Positive. We like it. <laughs> yep. There's no negativity. We love it. So today, guys, thank you so much for everybody listening. Mitch, thank you for being here. We'll yep. close in prayer and we'll be on our way. So. For all the listeners and everybody out there, Father God, we just pray that you are with everybody today, wherever they are. Meet them where they are, Lord God. We pray that you can encourage them. You encourage Mitchell, encourage me. Just help us to get closer to you, Father God. Help us to take a time out and to peek into what you have to offer, Lord God. We know that your gospel is the good news, and we pray that that you can help us to take it everywhere so that everybody can hear it. They can they can dive away from the negativity. And, and deep dive into what you have in store for their lives, Lord God. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everybody. As always, to give, we're really looking for some partners to get on with uh, Fast Life Ministries. You know, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks a month. You can do all of that on fastlifeministries.com. And we're signing out. Thanks, everybody.